Good morning. On this Saturday morning, I want to welcome you to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We have been covering our devotionals on prayer, and we had started a section on, after we had finished on intercession, on the prayer of faith. We did a very introductory uh, uh, section on it concerning the book of James, and now we are actually covering a little bit more in-depth uh, some of the things that we reviewed. Anyway, in the book of Joshua, chapter 10, verse 12, uh, it says, Then spoke Joshua to the Lord in that day, when the Lord delivered the Amorites before the children of Israel, and said in the sight of Israel, Son, stand thou still. Notice what he did. It seems that he had been praying, interceding. He had been before the Lord. And then he got up and he spoke to the sun to stand still upon Gideon and the moon in the valley of Ajalon. Now, every prayer, no matter if it's the prayer of faith, but every prayer, whether we're interceding, whether it's petition, whether it's the prayer of agreement, united prayer, all prayer requires faith, our belief and trust in God. But the prayer of faith seems to involve a speaking, a speaking because of what the anointing of the Holy Spirit is upon an individual, also the faith and confidence that is in the heart, the removal or absence of doubt and unbelief making it possible for those faith-filled words, just like God spoke the heavens into creation. He didn't do anything. He didn't get little pieces of clay up in heaven. Man was made, but his spirit was created when he breathed the breath of life into him. But everything else was spoken into existence. And the scripture says in verse number 13 of Joshua 10, and the sun stood still. In other words, the sun obeyed his voice. And the moon stayed until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. Is not this written in the book of Jazer? So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven and hastened not to go down about a whole day. Now, I'm not going to argue with science. I'm just going to take God at his face value. That whatever happened, happened. It did happen because it is written in his word and in the scripture. Another thing that we have to consider is the gifts of the Holy Spirit in operation in the, in the Old Testament, just like in the New Testament. So we're attributing these things not to just a single act, but there were several things involved. Joshua's commitment to the Lord, his prayers to the Lord. His being able to believe and trust God and the, the gifts of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit working in his life to bring such a thing to pass. So we have to take that into consideration. But remember also, it doesn't matter what type of prayer we pray. They all require faith, no matter what. But in the book of uh, <clears throat> James, it is identified or called the prayer of faith. Now, in the book of Mark and in Luke and in Matthew, we're going to look at the word 
possible, impossible, all things to him that believeth, nothing being impossible, just to show you that what happened with Joshua is not just a, and I'm going to be careful with the word, a freak thing. But it was a very well planned out thing by God, even working through Joshua to accomplish what he did. In us, God working through us, according to these scriptures, then the same things can be accomplished in certain areas of our lives. In Mark 9.23, Jesus said unto him, If you can believe, and that is always an action word and a continuing, that means you don't believe for one moment and then you stop believing and believe that that's going to do it, but it is a continual thing. If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Look at Luke one thirty seven. For with God nothing shall be impossible. So we have all things are possible to him that believes, and nothing is impossible with God. In Matthew 17, 20, And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, If... So this is conditional. This is not just because you blurt something out of your mouth. This is very conditional. If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say, once again, very specific this prayer, you shall say to this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Remember, nothing, nothing impossible with God, and all things are possible with those that believe. So it, it's very important for us to catch what the scripture is saying. Also, a mountain is a very inanimate object. A, a mountain's not going to talk back to you. A, a mountain just sits there and blocks your view. It's in the way from you getting through to the other side. But when we talk about a tree, which we'll be reading in some of the other verses, it's very different because a tree is a living thing. A tree has a root system that goes down, and it has a system that goes upward. And we'll be talking about that a little bit more in some of our other studies when we get to those. And I just want to make that introduction today. And then in Mark ten twenty seven, and Jesus looking upon them says, with men, it is impossible, but not with God. For with God, all things are possible. All things, including making the sun and the moon stand still. Contrary to what astronomy, contrary to whatever God did, however he did it, it was made possible. See, so if he could do something that great, maybe your mountain may not be as high, maybe as large, maybe as big. And maybe it doesn't need to be cast into the sea. Maybe it just needs to be moved a little bit. Or maybe it does need to be completely removed and flattened out. Well, remember what God told Zerubbabel when he told him, hey, mountain, what do you think you are? You know. It's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by my spirit, says the Lord. So the mountain is nothing. No matter how inanimate it may look, 
It may look impossible to us, but if we can believe and trust God, those mountains can be removed. And we'll be talking about those a little bit more later on in some of our other studies when we get to them. In the book of Matthew, chapter 19, verse 26, And Jesus beheld them, and he said unto them, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. So all things are possible to them that believe. All things are possible to God. Nothing is impossible to God, and nothing will be impossible to us if we can believe. And then it says in Mark eleven twenty two. And Jesus answering said unto them, Have faith in God. Or as some translations put it, Have the faith of God. What type of faith does God have? In, 11, in Hebrews 11.3 it says, Through faith we understand that the worlds or the ages were framed by the word, that is the rhema, the spoken word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. And then we have a classic example in the life of Abraham in Romans chapter 4, verse 17. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. And yet, he still didn't even have a son. Before him who believed God, even God, who quickeneth the dead. And God calleth those things which be not as though they were. Abraham was a father of many nations without even having a child yet, a son, to carry on those descendants. So anyway, consider it today. Take that word impossible and nothing shall be impossible and all things shall be possible, whether it's to God or for us, because of God's faith in the life of the believer. Never forget that. Everything requires faith faith, our trust and continual belief in God that he is more than able to accomplish and do everything that he has said and promised in his word. It may not happen at that single moment. It may not happen for several years. But if we hold on, God is faithful. And with his help, we will be here on Sunday morning as we continue our devotional time. Until we meet again, may your roots grow down deep in his love. May his word dwell richly in your heart. And may your mind be filled with every good thinking thought and every good thing that can possibly come from him alone. Lord bless you. Amen.